Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. My name is Sato Mäkinen and I'm the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, the first of its kind beauty challenge showcasing the incredible 100% natural cosmetics from the Nordic countries. We're now on our second season of the podcast where we're getting to know the brands and the people behind some of the nominee products of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2021. Today I'm chatting with Julie Ringness, the founder of the Norwegian skincare brand Lukke by Julie. And in this episode, we'll dive into the world of Nordic ingredients. And since Julie is quite an expert on this topic, I will let her share her insights with you. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Well, we could start from somewhere quite basics maybe you could first tell a little bit about your background and where you're from and what's your story yeah absolutely i'm a mother of three Uh, i'm from norway i don't have a background from the beauty industry i studied hotel management in holland the hague and i worked within the hotel industry and then i worked also within um, different kinds of industry, textile industry and the um, headhunting industry. But when I got my third child, she had an extreme case of eczema. So that's when I started to be very interested in skincare because during the first couple of months, she would um, scratch herself so that she started to bleed and she was crying all night. It was really, really, you know, hard nights for a mom and then I I thought I need to solve this so that's when I it all started and I started to to study and um, I created an oil for her with the 14 different (laughs) ingredients and it worked it was such relief (laughs) finally we got our sleep back (laughs) so that was my start actually it was by coincidence yeah and for the need let's say as well for the need yeah and then uh, of course I enjoyed it so much and I saw also that my own skin started to be much much better because I struggled myself with the combination skin and I was around 38 at that time and I had always struggled with the pimples and combination skin and I tried everything even at that age and then I started to use these oils and they were all gone and I had you know much better skin so then I decided, okay, this is what I am going to do. I'm going to make formulas. So that's how it all started. And I, I also started, of course, to hook up with uh, professionals. And I did a lot of studies with France and England and professional formulators. Yeah, and I remember uh, at that time I worked as a personal assistant for a headhunting company in Oslo. And I remember I told my boss that I, I was going to quit and start this and he was completely in shock what what are you doing no there's no way (laughs) (laughs) but you know what he has been a really good and great support afterwards because he's seen what i made 
But I think he was just very afraid because you have all these big companies that have most of the market. And it's, it's quite tough to come from nothing and not having any background. Yeah, this is actually one question that I had, that how was the beauty industry in Norway at the time when you started to build? You know, it was hard to sell natural products because this was launched in 2016. Most people were not aware, only niche market, you know, so I had to focus on only the few. It was a bit difficult to get into the market because people were not willing to invest or they didn't see the benefit of why should you choose natural producers compared to or, or the small ones compared to the big. Yeah, I can clearly see a development in that area. There is a shift, I think, quite globally, actually. So that also helps, I'm sure, because people follow what's happening globally these days. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we are a bit behind in everything that we do compared to, for example, the United States or... So we're following everyone else <laughs> in trends and everything. <laughs> Some things you're also leading, of course, you know, that a lot of things happening first in the Nordic countries, for example. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. also true. So how do you see it's it's at the moment in Norway? How is the natural beauty still compared to the conventional market? More and more people are aware. Yeah, they really want to put natural things on their skin. And I think another issue that they're also very aware of is that it needs to be recyclable, not too much plastic in the packaging. So absolutely. But you'll find everything everywhere, right? The trend is going towards that. And we're also very aware of nature that we want to protect it. Yeah, the sustainable trends are definitely rising even more sometimes than natural. Let's say that the packaging is really important. Yeah. Um, so if we dive in a little bit more to your products, what you're making, would you like to share a little bit what kind of products you make, first of all, and then we can go a little bit deeper? Yeah, basically I'm doing uh, balms and I'm doing oils. When I put together a formula, I'm very concerned about what I put in and that the ingredients are very well selected. I look at all the benefits of any ingredients that I put in. I want to use a lot from our um, nature, from our part of the world. So Nordic ingredients. So I use uh, like lingonberry seed oil. I use uh, maybe not very many people have heard about it, but uh, and also bilberry seed oil, which is blueberry. <laughs> yeah, the Nordic blueberry. <laughs> the Nordic blueberry, yeah, not the garden blueberry. <laughs> and then I use blackcurrant seed oil, which I really love. Blackcurrant seed oil, it has a unique combination of omega-3 and omega-6, which is very, very important to build up the skin cell. So it has a lot of benefits. So I try to use that in every formula that I make. And then I think maybe the most exotic ingredient that I use, especially for people abroad, is the um, cloudberry. That's uh, not exotic for us, but for other people, they have never seen it before. The thing with all of these berries, they are, of course, made from essential fatty acids. But um, the cloudberry also has a lot of vitamin E. And vitamin E is really good for healing. I use that in the lip balm, kiss or kiss. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that actually won two prizes here at the Nordic Natural Beauty Award, and then uh, it also won uh, one here in Norway. Yeah, amazing. Congratulations once again. I mean, it's just amazing lip balm, I have to say so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. And of course, I need to blend it with ingredients from the rest of the world as well, like avocado and jujuba. You know, our berries, they're very uh, expensive and um, you need more in your skin than just the essential fatty acids. But it's really, really beneficial for anti-aging and restoring the skin. Like the lingonberry seed oil, it has um, properties to um, reduce skin marks, aging marks. What about this Nordic bilberry seed oil? Which kind of benefits does it have in your... Yeah, the bilberry, uh, it has a lot of fatty acids, uh, essential fatty acids. And it, it also has uh, antioxidants that are really high in that. I think the main benefit from bilberry seed oil is anti-aging it also restores the skin cell because of its essential fatty acids and antioxidant values they are very very powerful and you don't need that much because we use the seed the, the tiny 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 seeds in the bilberry or the lingonberry or and then they press the oil out of that so it's really powerful <laughs> really powerful yeah, oil. absolutely yeah is this the case with all the berries? They are seed oils or? I use the seeds, but uh, you can also get it just from the flesh as well. So they uh, press the oil out of the whole uh, berry, but not for lingonberry and bilberry. But I think you can do that on yeah, sea buckthorn and the cloudberry. Yeah. Do you use also wax, beeswax or this kind of? Absolutely. Beeswax I use in the lip balm. That's a very good ingredient. You know, my main aim is to steer away from ingredients that are not good for your body or your skin. Because I'm looking at the process of how they actually make them. And if you look at, for example, an ingredient that is called lanolin, it's the fat of the sheep wool. And it's really, really good. But the process of retaining it out is very poisonous. So you have to really dig a bit deep. Because some things are really, really good on the outside, but you really have to look at it and study it a bit to find out what is good or not for the environment and for the skin and how the process is of attaining it out, you know. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, overall. So what about the products? You have different kinds of balms, um, serums, lip balms, everything. So do you have specifics, for example, different skin types or for different skin concerns or this kind of things? Yeah, I do. I do have uh, the anti-age or I wouldn't call it anti-aging because we're not anti the age, are we? No, we're not. We're pro-age, but uh, it's more for mature skin, I call it. That's uh, Glöd facial oil. That's with a lot of uh, lingonberry and bilberry seeds and blackcurrant seed. You know, the one that I made for my daughter, which uh, is called Skåne. That one is for um, combination skin. And it's also for, you know, a lot of men actually use it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have the men this year as well. so Which is very good, especially after shaving or for their beard. 
So those are the two facial oils that I have. And then I have the Edle, which is a deep moisture beauty balm. And it uh, really softens the skin during winter. And it, you can put it on your wrinkles. And yeah, it's the sort of uh, everyday balm you can use. Yeah, I was thinking it must be for the winter times because obviously in the north it gets really dry and cold. So tougher balm will, will do the trick, yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? A lot of people have problems with their skin when the season changes. So from uh, winter to spring is a period where a lot of people are having, they're starting to itch and skin wants to get rid of their old skin. And so that's also a seasonal thing. Yeah, but that's interesting to hear. I haven't even thought about it. And we're also part of the nature. So of course we change with the nature. So you develop the products for the need for your daughter. But otherwise, where does your inspiration come from? Do you have some specific things? I'm really inspired when I can help other people with their skin problems. Because we live in a world where we're using so many different detergents and and the skin is our largest organ. And it's uh, also the one that shows the first when you see people, you meet them. And we're very concerned about it. But at the same time, it's the last organ that actually gets nutrients from what we eat. So uh, it's vital to put on something that are mutant rich. So when I can help people get a better skin and then trying to solve problems, that's where my core lies. So it goes actually back to my daughter when I helped her and then help others <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah do you have new products coming soon anything you're developing always <laughs> <laughs> uh, always looking for new products <laughs> so uh, yeah my new things now that i'm researching on it's a cleanser oil i'm also doing an eye cream people really like to have uh, eye cream i'm also doing um, facial masks so these are basically for the face but i'm also thinking of making more for the body it's really nice to to indulge in nice oils and balms that's my specialty by the way i've narrowed it down to oils and balms yeah uh before i forget would you like to tell where people can buy your amazing products i'm selling obviously in norway in many different stores but also on my website lickybyjulie.no um, the thing is that we're not part of the EU so I'm, everything takes a little bit longer to ship so I'm working on uh, finding good solution for shipment to Europe yeah which is very funny because we're just next door neighbors and then regulations kind of I know you just have to work around it and find a, a good solution so that the customers are happy yeah. Where can people follow you and find you? So you have Instagram, Lucky by Julie, somewhere else. Yeah. And I also have uh, the Facebook, Lucky by Julie or Julia. Um, yeah. And you can also find me on Pinterest, but I'm more active on Instagram. I will leave all the social media handles in the show notes below. So you, listener, if you get super interested, you can click directly from there. But, um, Thank you for taking the time to share all this wonderful information. 
and I hope to speak to you really soon. Thank you so much, uh, Satu. It was such an honor to be invited for this show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!